Welcome to Teal Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. And welcome to Tea Over Interiors. Today's topic, we will be discussing sofas versus sectional. Which one should you choose? But before we get to that, Alicia, I need to know, what you sipping on, girl? You gave me this tea that I just wanted us to have together. Caramel shortbread. And you want to tell us what it is? It's so nutty and buttery. Yes, so caramel shortbread is basically made with willow bark, elderberries, almonds, hazelnuts, raisins, brown sugar, and almond. It's delicious. It's made to taste like a cookie without being a cookie. Like a shortbread cookie with like creamy caramel. Yeah, it's delish. Loving it. Okay, so... It is time for D's randomness. Okay, <laughs> Alicia. Yeah. Do you know who invented cotton candy? No, but you're gonna tell me. Yes, cotton candy was invented by. Get this. Somebody named Cotton. Nope. Oh. <laughs> by a dentist. Really? How genius. Uh, yeah, right? Make sure he stays in business. <laughs> or she. Well, his name was William Morrison. No relation. <laughs> and he was... They. No one knows whether or not it was... He had an ulterior motive when he invented this sweet confection. But it no doubt helped the dental profession. In 1897, he partnered with candy maker John C. Wharton to develop the cotton candy machine. It, at that time, was known as Fairy Floss. <laughs> what? And it's been bringing kids cavities ever since. Wow. Yep. Huh. Go figure. Can you believe it? I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now on to today's topic. So today we're going to be discussing... Sofas versus sectional. And someone asked me, what are the benefits of having a sofa over a sectional? So Alicia, do you want to start us off and give the people some thoughts? I know that there are a couple of uh, situations where sofas are definitely more desirable. And I would say that's typically in a more formal space, something that has a little bit more formality. I'll tell you this, a lot of times I like to, and so do you, we like to float our sofas or sectionals in the middle of the room so that it gives the, especially if the back of it is kind of interesting, so it gives the room a feeling of being anchored and the sofa becomes the the focal point. If you have the space for it, you could use a really nice size sofa or a sectional. A really nice size sofa with a substantial ottoman can anchor a room too. So it kind of depends on how much space you have. That usually dictates to me whether you go with a sofa or a sectional. But more important, it's kind of the feeling that you want the room to have 
if you have a formal space, you, you want to get like a more traditional sofa. And if you have a relaxed, casual space and decor, then a sectional is usually the go-to. There are so many nuances to this that it's just ridiculous because all sofas are not equal. All sectionals are not equal. You have to consider scale. That's mm -hmm. important, right? And you also have to figure out what type of decor and style you're going for in the casual nature or the formal nature of the space. So there's so many variables. What do you think? We're always talking about what are your goals for your space? So I think it always goes back to what your goals are for your space. I don't think a sofa or a sectional one is better than the other unless you know, depending on the style, you know, if it's like a big old ugly sectional, then, you know, that's horrible. Don't put that in your house. But, no, I'm just kidding. I think it's what, what is the function of your seating in that space. So if we're talking about a living room and your living room is your main space, if you like to have a lot of family time, then you may consider a sectional. So for example, my husband and I, we've always had sectionals. We used to have a really large sectional in my last home because we had the space for it. We used to have a lot of movie nights because we can be comfortable in the living room. And so the chaise was always my spot and I loved it. So it really depends what you're going to be doing in the room in which you need to put that seating. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I thought my living room still looked great with the sectional i would have loved a sofa love seat chair combination but my husband and my son they would not have been able to recline and relax and watch television and i definitely was not getting a motion sofa that was like out the question i'd only get a motion sofa if we had a basement i don't want people walking in on my first floor and that's what i have if that's what you have no problem that it's to each his own but i'm just saying I feel like that's something that is not, you know, an introductory piece. That's not a piece I want to see when I walk in my house. I love floating sofas because I feel like, like you said, it anchors a room and it helps the room look larger. And if you have a really large room, it helps you to divide up the space. I don't like furniture against the wall. It feels crowded. It feels like there's no other place to put me, so they stuck me here. But in some cases, you do have to put sofas against a wall because of the size of the space. But like you said, scale is very important. So that is the number one thing you need to think about when deciding what you're going to choose for your space. L sofas are great for small spaces. I have one in my space currently. And yes, it's in the middle of the floor. Everyone thought I was crazy when I told them that's where I was going to put it until I put it there and they realized why because it divided the space and it created the walkway to the opening to the kitchen. So L sofas are great for limited space and I always love things that are dual function. You know, I think all your furniture should be multi-purpose. So my sofa comes out from the you know, side that is not an L normally and everyone has their own you can say chaise to lay on it's three of us so everyone when it's time to watch tv we pull it out and we just all relax and watch tv or you can do modular sectionals where you can move it all around and create different seating so again it's the goal it's how many people are going to be using the space and what you're using the space for would you agree with that alicia i totally agree with that absolutely Without a doubt. Buying a sofa and a sectional. Materials are very important, right, Alicia? Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. Can we talk a little bit about materials quickly? Sure. So for instance, you have grades of fabrics, but your entry level is like a very clean canvasy type of fabric. It's slip covers can be done in them and you can always go up to like Belgian linen and you can you can really spend a lot of money on your fabrics, but a casual fabric is like a nice clean cotton duck, right? Something that is super easy to maintain even if you have the surface can be treated, it's easy to maintain and and keep, especially if you have family and a lot of people over and you're going to use it, you know, it's not just going to sit there looking pretty. I think that is the most common and the most easy to take care of. Would you agree? Yes. But what do you feel about microfiber? So the microfibers are very, I hate a dirty microfiber. It's just, it gets dirty so fast. They'll tell you that it's the easiest thing to keep clean when you go to a furniture store. You have to vacuum your furniture quite often, once a week at least, to maintain it and keep it clean. And you need a good upholstery brush to clean that microfiber right up. Alcohol also cleans certain microfibers, but you just have to be careful with how you apply it because you can't saturate microfiber. But it can be easy to clean especially if it's been treated. And that's the other thing, the cushions inside of your sofa. Oh my gosh, that's so important, right? Different densities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's different densities, there's different structures. I mean, we're not going to get into the eight-way hand tie, but that's that's a very important feature to have in your sofas to keep them lasting longer. Mm-hmm. You'll have them forever, but a lot of times the spring sofas, the springs can go bad after a while. Have you noticed, this is kind of sidebar, but have you noticed that people really don't keep a sofa like they used to back in the day? So the eight-way, you know, it's, it's, not, it's, not as, it's not as desirable because folks want to buy a sofa for the look and then they'll get rid of it and they'll buy something else. Do you but, see that? I find that with certain, I don't want to say this, but it's Mm -hmm. true, with certain level of clientele, you know, they do like the things that they love and last longer and they're still into the quality of a piece because you can have, if you have the money, (laughs) you can have really gorgeous sofa that's on trend forever and that's made to last forever, you know, like Barbara Barry or... I just had a brain fart about some of the better quality made furniture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're classic. You know, you change the pillows and you have like a new look. You don't have to change the actual sofa. But I notice people in certain brackets, they, you know, they, they waste money, unfortunately. They buy lower quality for, like you said, the look. It's not comfortable. But there's a lot of manufacturers that are available still to the trade that have the look and the comfort. And a lot of people don't have access to that if they're buying buying retail. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. I really hate to think... I really hate that some furniture is made so poorly that people have to get rid of it within a year or two. Because that that furniture is just going to end up in a landfill. But don't get me started because I don't know. Our audience doesn't know I'm a semi-tree hugger. 
<laughs> right, right. Let me tell you something. I am, this is not a plug for Habitat for Humanity, the ReStore, but I love that place. My girlfriend came to me, showed me the picture and said, what do you think? Handmade, custom-made sofa for $75. You know, it's a five, it's, a, it's actually an $8,000 sofa. I said, oh my God, do you have that in your car? She's like, no, I, I was wondering what you thought. I said, get in the car, go back and get it. <laughs> she's like, what the? I said, I don't, I don't care what you are doing right now. Go back and get it. Awesome. Those places are awesome. She didn't even know what Lee Industries was. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That was time. Like, look at that. I was like, you are that bad boy. You are win. This is a win-win, girl. They don't know what they're looking at half the time. That's the thing. I think that thing was sitting there for $75. Like, that's just... And people walking past it. (laughs) (laughs) I get very excited about these things. (laughs) It's wonderful. I can tell... As you guys know, if you're looking for stuff, I mean, when I'm looking for stuff, I go to Alicia. Like, let me tell you, she can find, she's just like the deal. I'm the furniture. Yeah. There are so many pieces like that out there, whether you're looking for something or you have something, you can make it work. I don't even want to get stuck into needing to choose between find an awesome piece and I will rock whatever you have (laughs) find an awesome piece and we'll make it work right oh definitely once we know what you need to use the space for and how you're using it definitely that is one of the reasons why you hire an interior designer we have access to things we have knowledge about purchases to help you save money not just up front but in the long run when you don't have to keep buying a sofa every two years you know because it got stained or something because you didn't know that the fabric you purchased was not (laughs) was not a good fabric you know and it wasn't gonna wear well we could look at things and be like that's not gonna wear well don't buy that you know (laughs) that's a whole nother discussion between upholstery weight fabrics it is and non-upholstery weight fabrics like drapery weight fabulous I get very excited about my interiors. But yeah, just really, really cool. Be really careful about whether you use the right fabric weight. It's going to make all the difference in the world and how it wears, right? Exactly. Closing arguments, Alicia. Go. Sofa versus sectional. (laughs) Oh, I I need to reiterate. Oh, please help me. Why don't you help me? Why don't you close the argument today? (laughs) (laughs) So basically, it's sofa versus sectional functionality and which one's better is, again, really up to intention, goals. What are your goals and your intentions for the space? There's not one better than the other, but there is one better than the other for your situation and for your space. Keep that in mind. If you need further help, we are here. That's what we do. So reach out to us, go to T.O. Interiors, then you could read our, most of our episodes. I've had them transcribed. You could read most of our episodes or listen to our episodes. You can sign up to our newsletter, which we won't be bombarding you with lots of mail, but only in the important stuff. And you can send us a contact through our contact form and, you know, let us know if you have any questions or you know, if you would like to schedule an appointment with us, 
So that's it for this week, Alicia. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, listener, for always being loyal. We see you guys out there week after week. Thank you so much for your support. Please continue to support this podcast because we are here to grow and to provide more fun things for you. So sounds good. I'm loving it. All I got. (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye. of Interiors is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Design. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Truesdale Morrison Design. And please rate and subscribe this podcast to help us improve and grow. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.